listening to the Woman of Strength podcast for the purpose-driven woman who has a yearning deep in her soul to serve the world. Presented to you by Ange Wilcock, creator of Evolutionary Model of Wellbeing, Mindfulness-Based Storytelling, and The Raw Woman Project. A businesswoman on a mission for every human on the earth to feel enough. Hi and welcome to another episode of Women of Strength and today I've got another amazing woman to interview and what's also amazing about her is that she stayed up till midnight for us to interview her and, and to share her journey so thank you so much for that. Now this wonderful lady it's called Nora Meldry and hopefully I've pronounced it correctly so welcome Nora. Hi thank you. Uh, I really appreciate this opportunity to talk to you tonight and uh, today for you. <laughs> yeah, and, and thank, thank you so much. Now, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about Nora. So Nora is a holistic well-being practitioner, and in her work she combines aspects of nutrition, movement, and mindset, supporting people through lifestyle changes for a happier and healthier life. Nora believes that she is a curious learner, a passionate travel traveler and explorer, living up to the rhyme Nora the Explorer. So, wow, welcome again, Nora. Now, to, it's all about being a woman of strength. This is what these um, interviews and that are about. So could you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you stepped into that place of being a woman of strength? I guess um, my strength, if you can call me strong, is the, um, the interest and curiosity of exploration. Yeah. Like, I like to experience life. I guess uh, that's where the, my strength comes. And uh, through the process of exploration, I try not to judge situations or myself so much. So I don't fall into the kind of a judgment, was it a good thing or a bad thing? I try to stay fairly objective, if that's ever possible. Yeah. Um, my favorite quote is uh, Shakespeare, who once said that uh, nothing is good or bad, uh, just our mind conditions it this way. Yeah, that's, that's so true because the, the mind creates so many <laughs> dilemmas for us, doesn't it? So, and that's wonderful to hear. So how did you get to that place? Uh, because like we're born that way, aren't we? You know, we're born, we don't judge, we have all our needs met. But as we're growing up, life sort of conditions us and we do start to, to judge things and, and see things as good and bad and, and black and white. So... When did you start to realize, well, this is happening for me, but I don't actually want to be in this space? Uh, it's very interesting. When I see back, I think it uh, was right from the childhood because I was uh, kind of a child that got quite an uh, abusive uh, environment in a way that uh, I got bullied quite a lot so uh, because of my appearance so uh, then I actually 
by then I discovered that really I can kind of stay away out of it. Like I can create a barrier so nothing really touches me. So I shouldn't be, I should forgive these people yeah. because they don't mean it really. Yeah. So I, it kind of, I didn't, obviously, by the time I was a kid, I didn't really uh, made it a, this as a statement, but I felt it within that I, I shouldn't be hard on myself for that, and I shouldn't be hard on them. For, wow, for that's, that's amazing insight to have as a child, isn't it? Because, you know, I know lots of women now, um, you know, who are grown-ups, Start, you know, still aren't even in that place. So to be able to realize that at a really young age is amazing. And so how has that taken you on your journey to where you are today around health and nutrition and well-being? So, yeah, it uh, came quite, uh, as for many, actually, it came uh, out of the struggle, health struggle itself. Yeah. So it all ties up uh, around, uh, around the health issues of uh, thyroid. So that's where the actual deep interest in the health started because uh, the conventional way didn't really help me much. And uh, I got always uh, told by my doctor that I should just take a pill and relax. Everything is going to be all right. I'm going to remain in this state and probably are going to take pills for the rest of my life, which at age 22 really <laughs> didn't seem as a <laughs> nice prospect, really. So, yeah, uh, that's where the kind of deeper understanding of it came across. But I was, uh, I was really interested in the mental health. Uh, that's why I started uh, psychology. For me, the mind games and the... And what our mind is capable of was really interesting right from the beginning. Because I, from the experience of my life, um, from the, let's say, from the family situation that uh, at the age of 16, my mother told me that the father I have lived with uh, is not really my real father. So I felt a little bit as a, in a Mexican soap opera. Yeah. So, um, and then that's where I as well understood that some some piece of information can shift the life across so much mm. that you start thinking how how important is it this one piece and uh, how your uh, mind can can either take it and turn it around and be grieving for something, uh, like to be so unfortunate uh, living in this kind of situation. But then I found that actually uh, unfortunate can turn into for fortune. Yes. So instead of one man in my life, father who I deeply respected and love and always will love, uh, I had another man who created my life like me as a human being from the seed and gave me an extra an extra benefits in this life, giving me a different genes and different uh, maybe a mindset even. 
yeah that's that's amazing it's amazing to be able to to look at it you know like that and and it is again everything in life is about choice isn't it so and like you made an amazing choice to say hey that there's a real benefit from having two fathers here the father that raised me and nurtured me and loved me and the father that that gave me life and you know that that takes courage to do that so that's amazing I mean, it sounds like now when I put it like, it sounds like I did it like uh, I just sat down and I just decided. It wasn't really that no, way. No, I'm sure. It I'm sure it wasn't that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was quite messy and it uh, took a lot of tears and yeah. messed up situations. But uh, at the end, uh, what matters is uh, when you actually, you know, kind of are able to look at the situation and learn from it somehow i think grow out of it yeah yeah and what do you think about so you know a lot about the mind you've studied studied psychology and then you said that you have the problem with your um thyroid do you see any connections between you know the, the thyroid problem that you had and and the mind the thoughts and emotions that were going on around that time definitely uh, it was uh, one aspect obviously was a uh, physiological, but that one, other one was a mind. Like by the time I was going like under under uh, discovered, let's say, um, or like I didn't go, I didn't really make a blood test. Before that, I felt that there is no explanation why I feel so depressed mm. because my life was completely fine on the outside and logically it was fine. I was a recent graduate. I was uh, having an amazing summer. Uh, I had a nice boyfriend. I, my family was well, there was no really major issues that I would suffer from, but still I felt so depressed that I found myself thinking of a suicide which didn't really make any logical sense of doing it, but I felt really down and I was so frustrated with myself and others. I gave really hard time to my boyfriend and my parents for no reason. And I couldn't explain it to myself either. And uh, once I did a blood test uh, and they, uh, the doctor actually told me that that's a kind of a thyroiditis or Hashimoto's, uh, I then started researching on my own because doctor didn't tell me that maybe a mental situation could be uh, somehow related or very related to that. Yeah. And only later I discovered that how it actually felt, that that's a, one of the kind of a symptoms and a signs. And um, yeah, once I started uh, using a medication, uh, I started to feel better. So that was a clear sign for me that the thyroid actual, actually actual thyroid condition was uh, one of the reasons why I felt so depressed and frustrated. And of course I felt frustrated because I gained weight, like in a matter of uh, one month, I gained like uh, 10 to 12 kilos Gosh. and my diet didn't change and I was still doing the same activities. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of an, added up on the mental mental feelings so yeah definitely 
Yeah. And now everybody knows it. Like it happened to me like 10 years ago and uh, then nobody was even talking about thyroid issues or any metabolism issues or autoimmune issues. That was quite a new field and quite undiscovered uh, so and unresearched. So now everybody knows that that's a kind of a, one of the signs, which is like, I'm happy for people at the moment, but at that point in my life, I was struggling with that. Yeah. And it's, and it is true. Like, you know, like you said, 10 years ago, we didn't know about all these different, the connection between the mind, body and illness and disease. And um, yeah, cause I had an autoimmune disease and I had to look at what that was about. Cause very similar to you, all my doctor offered me was medication and I didn't want to take medication. And it was like, what's, what it's, what's that about? What are my symptoms? How is that relating to my emotional state right now and what I realized is that I always looked in the positive all the time all my life a bit like you always tried to find the diamonds in life but what that what I realized is that life is about balance and you know we can't always be positive and it takes a huge amount of energy to be positive all the time and so my body was crying out to me to say I need balance I need emotional balance it's great that you can be positive all the time but actually there is a negative you know we we can feel sad we can feel angry we can feel distressed we can feel depressed it's okay and as soon as I realized that and what I was holding my emotional self back from, within six months, I'd healed myself. No medication, nothing. Um, it was really just changing mindset. And so I totally agree with you that the mind is so, so powerful. Yeah, wow. Like you healed yourself in six months. That's, a, that's an amazing achievement, I would say. Yeah, but it was through understanding the mind like you, you know, it, and, and changing diet. I absolutely changed diet too. I looked at all the things um, that weren't serving me, you know, like gluten and dairy and, and sugar and, and alcohol and those sorts of things that weren't really helping me um, because they were comfort foods. They were the comfort foods or the things that I used to eat when I couldn't acknowledge that I felt sad. So I wanted to stay happy. And so what do you do when you're sad? Okay, fill yourself up with comfort things so that you continue to feel good. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, you don't realize the impact it's actually having on your physical body. So, um, and so how do you help women, you know, who are in that situation, who are feeling unwell or, you know, I've got some diagnosis. Do you help with that stuff with, with the business that you do? Uh, yeah, I believe uh, or I hope that it happens that I, I help people. Um, I mean, I work like in an integrative way because uh, that's my background. I studied psychology and then I went to study dance and somatic based um, practices. Yeah. And I uh, did a yoga teacher training, so I was teaching yoga for some time. And uh, that's where it all kind of ties together. And then uh, I usually work very personalized. So I, my first approach is to hear a story. So I usually kind of have the same discussion as we are having now. Like I, want, I love to hear the story. Yeah. And out of the story, there comes so many points that tells me what are the triggers and what, uh, 
which points are maybe their weaknesses or something that would need to be tweaked or worked on. So it's usually it's usually individual who tells me actually this is my story and out of the story comes so many things. Mm. And usually what happens, uh, people don't usually say that loud their whole story. And when they start talking, they start to realize and they have insights while they are talking or yeah. telling me the story. So they are like, ah, but that's connects, like my situation connected to this situation. And some people then they discover so much just by telling me the story. Mm. And uh, what I discovered as well, we don't really listen to ourselves so much. Like we keep saying to ourselves, yeah, it's like that and it's like this. Or my situation is very bad. And then at the same time we say, yeah, but I eat a cake when I feel like that, I feel sad. And then on top I eat the pasta and then I cannot stop. And then person itself says that I have an issue of that but we don't really hear it. We don't connect it in the brain. Yeah. It's just a small trigger that really needs to say, okay, do you think that could be an issue? And as simple as that, the person actually is ready to, oh, maybe. So that's like a point. And then obviously I tailor all the specifics, like the diet and the movement and the mind practices, specifically for the, each individual. So, and because there is a one part that, let's say there is a complex, like how it should, should be or what person should practice, let's say. And then there is the other part that uh, personal life, the work life, the, the routine that the person is living. Yeah. So they are connected. So in order for it to work, it's very personalized, very tailored. So I cannot tell somebody that works like 12 hours to work suddenly six hours. Yeah. So that's like impossible. Yeah. So it's a small t steps at the time. So what I usually say is small, small change, big difference, really. Yeah, and that's so true because if we do small steps and integrate small steps, we're setting ourselves up for success, aren't we? Whereas if we take big steps, sometimes it just feels so big and we fall back into old habits. So small steps create new habits. So, yeah, that, that's great. And so how, how can um, the wonderful women that will be listening to this today, how can they get hold of you if they want to make contact? So I have uh, my webpage, which is uh, noramelder.com, which is my name and surname. Yeah. Uh, and in the same way, they can find me on Facebook by my name and surname. And in the same way, they can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, which is noramelder.lv, which is not really com, but lv at the end. So, yeah, and um, I try to post daily on uh, Instagram and uh, I use it more like a, it's inspirational but if anybody wants to approach me they're more than welcome to do it either through my website through Facebook or through Instagram. Brilliant and, and we'll put all the details um, below this 
anyway so people can and have a look at that and so before we go Nora what would be one piece of advice that you would give women who are feeling a little bit unwell or out of balance in their life currently what would be that little gem that you would leave them with I would say that it's about a time uh, you befriend yourself you become the best friend of yourself because if we think that uh, me and you we are with each other like we ourselves are uh, with each other 24 7 yeah we are the only ones who can help ourselves and we already have everything we need in any circumstances we are now uh, without it's within our power to move forward and to be the best we can be and live the life that we are meant to live. Yeah, absolutely. And so if, if we need to practice to be our own best friend, I know that some women will go, well, I know that, but I don't know how to do it. So what, what would be one small thing that you would say in terms of that mindset stuff around how you can become your own best friend? I would say, like, it's quite, in a, in a simple word, I would say that try to allow yourself to be yourself with yourself. Yeah. Like, stop telling yourself lies that you feel good or you should smile and you should be this way or that way for at least for five minutes a day, find a time that you're honest to yourself and you allow to be yourself with yourself. Yeah, that's great advice because as women, we're really good at pretending everything is okay and that we've got everything under control. And if we can just, like you said, take five minutes a day to be our real self and say, actually, I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling wonderful. I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling angry or or frustrated at least we can acknowledge that and yeah because that's the advice that we would give our own best friends isn't it you know if a friend came to us and said I'm you know I'm feeling sad or feeling you know angry or upset we would say to them that's okay you know here I am cry on my shoulder if you need to so yeah we're not good at doing that to our, or for ourselves are we really so no. That that's the that's the issue. Uh, that's the issue of, uh, of of ours. I think we just like to tell that everything is so perfect, or yeah. I can be this, this one strong one. But you don't have to be really strong one all the time. You can allow yourself. If nobody allows you to be this weak person, allow yourself five minutes. If you need to soak in tears for five ten minutes, yeah. do it. Yeah. And there's absolutely Yeah, and there's absolute strength in doing that. You know, people do see that as as a weakness, you know, crying or giving in to um, emotions, but it's an absolute strength to be able to do that because our mind and body needs it. It needs us to acknowledge that there is balance in life and we can't if we continue to pretend to be something that we're not as you and I know the body catches up and you become unwell. So, yeah, great advice. Yeah, absolutely great advice. Be your own best friend. Well, thank you, Nora, so, so much. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And, again, all the wonderful ladies out there that are listening to this, if you want to get in contact with Nora, the details are below, but it's, it's noramaldry.com. 
um, is a website and the same for a Facebook page. And so once again, thank you, Nora. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this uh, talk that we had and it was lovely to talk with like-minded uh, women. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women of Strength podcast. Please feel free to share the word with the women of strength in your life. For more information, go to angewilcock.com slash enough said.